Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 326 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be connecting with you again this week. And listen, I don't think I've made this request in quite some time, but obviously I love connecting with you on the podcast, but it's very much a one-way street. You are listening to me, and yet I don't know who you are. I don't know what your questions are. I don't know what your insights are. I don't know what your story is. So I love, love, love hearing from you. So please come over to Instagram. You can DM me. I'm Veronica E. Grant and say hello and tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me your biggest insight or aha or maybe a question you have because that might inspire a future episode or a future workshop or whatever that I might do. And I just love connecting with you all. So make sure you come over and do that. Instagram is the best way, Veronica E. Grant, to quickly get in touch. Um, You can also reply to any of my newsletters if you're on my newsletter list and still share insights, questions, tell a little bit about yourself, all that kind of stuff. My assistant will get that info to me so I can, you know, respond and say hello and, you know, use your question to inspire or future episodes, all that kind of good stuff. I really love my connection with my audience to be as two way street as possible. And that is certainly one of the downsides of having a podcast as opposed to like, I don't know, doing like Instagram live or something like that. So that's my first request. My second request is if you haven't left a rating or review for the podcast, it really helps me to organically grow the show and get this show in front of more women just like you. Um, So a quick rating or review does a lot for the podcast gods and goddesses and the algorithm there. Also subscribing. So if you just stumbled upon this episode, make sure you subscribe so that you get all future episodes. I usually post on Thursdays, but you never know. Sometimes I post a bonus episode from time to time time. 
And also share this episode or any other episode that you've really loved with a roommate or a friend or a colleague or whoever needs to hear it. So in my call with Leonie today, we talk about self-love and how she can increase her self-love, but really you're going to see the tool I give her, and this is a tool that you can use anytime. And I love this tool. It's like the self-love a meter or whatever. I'm not going to tell you the catch behind it quite yet because I don't want to give it away, but you're going to see, and I'll talk about it in the intro or the outro a little more. So make sure you listen to, to that after the coaching call. But there is something deeper and beyond than just the self-love meter that I that I walk Leone for so, through. So make sure you check out that and listen in for that because I think that's really what's going to be able to shift your relationship with yourself and how much you quote unquote love yourself. So if you're not sure what self-love is or how it applies to you or what it feels like or how to get more of it or whatever it is, you're going to love, love this episode. Hi, Leonie. Welcome to the show. Hi. How can I help you? What's your question for me? Um, I think I'm just struggling with the whole concept of self-love. Okay. Okay. Knowing what it is, what it feels like. Okay. Okay. And what's the struggle? Like describe like, what is it you're struggling about it when it comes to self-love? Just, yeah, what is it? What does it feel like? Um, how do you achieve it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't want to be reliant on somebody else to feel love and content and the happiness. Okay. And is that like the root of the why, I guess, behind the question? Like you feel like you're relying on other people in order to feel a certain way? I don't think so, but at the same time, I think it is more just I I want to be able to create it for myself. Okay. So that when I do find a significant other to be in my life, I'm already happy and content and they're just, they just sort of add to that instead of being like you see so many people who uh just, oh, when I find Mr. or Mrs. Right, then I'll be happy. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't, I want to be happy now. And then when they come along, it'll just add to that. Yeah, totally. I love that mindset because that's definitely the way to go for sure. Is there someone in your life that you love very deeply? Like, I don't know if you have a child, maybe a child, maybe a niece or nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got three kids and yeah. Okay. Okay, so go ahead and close your eyes for me and imagine those kids and then replace their picture with a a vision, a picture of you. But keep that feeling and keep sending that feeling. But now it's to you instead of your kids. How does that feel? Just keep sinking back to lower frequencies. Tell me about that. It's more of the feeling. But what, what comes up for you? Like what creates the frequency to go back down? Nothing really. It's just the feeling. Like I thought of my kids and in, I, um, instantly, I, I don't know if you could see it on my face, but instantly I just wanted to smile. And yep, I my, saw the smile. <laughs> yeah, like my in, energy shifted from this sort of feeling up in my heart. And, but then... Yeah, well, I think that is what I want to be able to feel for myself. Right. 
Um, okay, so let's do this again. Close your eyes. Yeah. Imagine, imagine your kids get the feeling back, right? Mm-hmm. So you feel it. Mm-hmm. And tell me where the feeling is, like from a scale of one to 10. Is it at a 10? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So keep that feeling, keep your kids in your mind's eye and now feel or, or put yourself in the picture instead. And tell me where the feeling is, a scale of one to 10. At the moment, it's still sitting up around maybe eight or nine. When it's to yourself. Yeah, now it's sinking though. Okay. Okay. So imagine that this scale, keep your eyes closed, the scale of one to 10, imagine like it's a dial. And you can just turn it up or down. It's like the volume on a stereo. So let's say, where is it at? Sinking down, is it at a five? Is it yeah, probably about a four. A four? Okay, great. All right, so let's accept that. Let's own it. And then imagine you're reaching out the dial. And you're going to pump, pump it up to about a six. Can you do that? If it's a yes or no, then no, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not very good with visualizations. That's okay. That's okay. Just focus on the feeling. Okay. Just focus on the feeling. We're going to try one more time. So reach out for the dial. Okay. And then imagine you're going to pump it up and let's just do a five. No, didn't do anything again. Okay. So when you're ready, go ahead and open your eyes. Yeah. So what blocked you from moving the dial up? Like what, I know that like the feeling obviously wasn't there, but there was something, some story or something you probably were telling yourself that prevented you from moving it up to a five or a six or whatever. So what is it that you told yourself or that you believe about yourself? I wasn't really telling myself anything. It was, I was just trying to sit in the feeling and trying to do that. Okay. So go ahead and close your eyes for me again. Yeah. And just take a couple breaths, get really quiet. So whatever thoughts or feelings or whatever are coming up, just let them go. And just imagine that you're emptying the vessel, your vessel, and you're just getting everything clear, everything clear. And you're going to, I'm going to ask you a question to ask yourself, Yeah. but I don't want you to intellectualize it. I just want you to see what bubbles up. Okay. So if you start to like go fishing for the answer, let it go. Mm clear everything out again and then ask yourself again and see what intuitively what bubbles up. Okay. So the question is, why can't I bump that meter up to a five or up to a six? Just see what comes up. Cause I just don't feel it. You don't just feel it. There's something else. Think back when you're trying to appreciate yourself and love yourself. Has this, does this remind you of anything? Some, something someone said to you one time or the way you were treated. Might have been your ex. Might have been a parent. Grandparent. I just feel numb when I sort of think about myself. Okay. Okay. And how has the numbing served you in the past? It hasn't. That's yeah. Well, there is a payoff. Pardon? There is a payoff. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. Like you're, you're at a point now where you can see how it's 
it's it's a drawback. Like it's not a payoff anymore. Yeah. I get that, but there is a payoff. Otherwise you wouldn't do it at all. I guess in the past, it's just prevented me from being hurt. Mm-hmm. It hasn't ever built, a, like, built me up. It's only ever protected me from being knocked further down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And when's the first time that you can remember yourself deciding to numb out? I don't remember ever deciding to. It was just that response to being hurt, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not that well, I, I don't particularly even remember being hurt. That I guess that's a, just an intellectual response to that question because I don't ever really remember being hurt. Well, here's the thing. Like, you can open your eyes. You weren't born believing or knowing just that you're just going to numb out to keep yourself safe mm-hmm. from being rejected or being hurt, right? Like that didn't just, you weren't born that way. You didn't just happen to be like that. Yeah. Things happened probably in childhood, but things happened and it doesn't have to be like this big traumatic thing. It could just be, you know, mom always told me to stop crying, you know, or yeah. to not be upset about you know, not getting dessert or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It, could, it could literally be simple things like that, but over and over again, just little messages built up yeah. to create the belief of like, I can't have emotions. I can't, it's not safe to feel because then I'm going to be disappointed or then I'm going to be upset. I don't know the exact, you know, where the the exact core wound is, but it probably is just that from having, because my mom's one of those people who, is has a shell of uber positivity, mm-hmm. but then just constantly throwing out those tiny little niggly comments that she kind of tries to pass off as a joke, but they're not. Yeah. So it probably just stemmed from years of those tiny, tiny little niggly comments. Exactly. Exactly. And can you remember some of those comments? You don't have to say them here, but can you remember some of those? Not the specifics of them. Um, I know that there was a lot to do with after my brother was born. Um, I must have, not long after he was born, sort of become quite jealous of him, mm-hmm. even though, like, mum and mum did go out of her way to try to make time for me and all of those sorts of things. But... Yeah, there was a lot of jealousy there to the point where the majority of his childhood I just hated him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there was lots and lots of comments surrounding that. It was just especially like he's eight and a half years younger than I was. Oh, sorry, seven and a half years younger than me. So at the time I just wanted to be left alone. Mm-hmm. And to be able to do my thing. But, of course, you've got a young child constantly in your face wanting your attention. Right. Right. So then you can see where it became just easier to shut down. Yeah, I guess. Right, because, like, having those emotions, frustration, jealousy, anger, those are exhausting emotions to have over a long period of time. They're exhausting. Nobody wants to feel like that for a long period, including kids. And so you learn to shut down. And yeah. Also, 
there's also some programming around potential programming. I don't want to put ideas or words in your mouth, but you probably also some created some stories of like, you know, I'm not good enough for my mom. My brother's more favored or whatever. Mm. Maybe he wasn't really favored. He just was younger. And so therefore naturally needed more attending to, you know, when you're older, right? Like, but you could have read that as I'm not good enough. You know, she didn't pick me. She didn't favor me. She didn't love me. And you just internalize that. Yep. Very possibly. Okay. So your work is to, to go back and to, um, really begin connecting these dots and to, you know, do some of this inner child work that I talk a lot about, um, because the block that's keeping you from going from the four to the five to the six and so forth is, um, a belief that you've internalized that, well, one, like you're just used to shutting down and it's hard for you to feel something. Whereas like with your kids, there's like that, there's more of a barrier. So you don't feel like that, um, self-judgment, right? Those are kids rather than than it being you. Yeah. I think what could be really helpful is one, just to use it as a gauge, like do this exercise with the dial, moving it up to a 10 or, you know, to the higher numbers, do it once a week, once a month. I don't care what it is, but just kind of check yourself like, okay, how high can I get the dial up today? Uh, Is it at a four? Is that great? If it's at a four, like, many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Own it. Like, cool. I'm out of four. That's awesome. And then next week, maybe you're still at a four. Great. That's awesome. The week after that, maybe you can get up to a five. Great. You're making progress. And just keep yeah. using that as your kind of compass to see to see where you are. Yep. And I think a lot of this will make it, it'll become easier to move that dial up to higher numbers once you can really begin to clear some of this core wounding and really see, well, what were the beliefs that I created about yeah. myself, about life about whatever from my experience growing up. It doesn't mean your mom was a bad person. It doesn't mean she was a bad mom or something like that. It's just that she's mom. She's doing the best she can. She's busy. She can't possibly give you all of her attention because she's human and she's imperfect and possible to give someone a hundred percent of your attention. Um, But kids don't understand that. Right. And so you painted a picture, your story around it. And now it's time to let that go because that story is not really serving you. And it's not really fair to what is actually reality. So if you ever decide to join the Love Action Tribe, there's a whole module on doing the inner child work. And I highly recommend whether it's to the tribe or some other way, doing some of this work so that you can really begin to clear those limiting patterns 
um, and, uh, and beliefs. Um, and then just the reason why I picked your kids is, and for those listening, it can be your kids. It can be a dog. It can be a niece, nephew, doesn't matter, but just something where you can feel that feeling and then turn it to yourself. Because sometimes like, yeah, it can be like, well, I don't even know what love feels like. Well, you probably do because there's probably someone or something in your life that you yeah. unconditionally love. So it's just a really easy access point. And then just come yeah, back to that. That was a really good exercise. Yeah. And just see where you are and just use it as a gauge. And no matter where you are, like no judgment. Cool. You're out of four. That's awesome. And yeah. if you had a bad week and the next week you're out of three, great. That's fine. That's where you are. And work with that because the more you judge yourself, then the harder it's going to be to improve this quote unquote self-love. And this takes me back to what I said originally is that self-love in my opinion is less important. And, and what's more important is the relationship with yourself. And part of the relationship with yourself is if you're beating yourself up because your self-love meter is at a three, (laughs) like there's just like a problem with that. Right. Yeah. So it's about being kind and compassionate. Like, okay, I feel like I'm at a three right now. And I'm going to just be really compassionate and kind to myself. And like that alone can get you up to a four or five. But even if it doesn't, like that's what I'm more focused on or what I care more about is seeing how do you relate to yourself overall than how much you quote unquote love yourself because your relationship with yourself is so much more complex than, than, you know, this quote unquote self-love. And like, even think about your kids, like obviously you love your kids, but you might get really mad at them sometimes, right? Or they mm-hmm. might drive you crazy sometimes. Doesn't mean you lo- you don't love them, right? Yep. And it can be the yep. same type of relationship with with you. Yeah. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What did you? That what did we learn? Why I had the giggle when I closed my eyes and saw them. I was like, oh my god, they drive me crazy, but I still love them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, what did you learn? What's your biggest insight? Yeah, definitely will be completely dropping the whole notion of self-love because, yeah, that was a, like, that's one of the things that I think hit the hardest was I don't know why I've taken labels off everything else but not that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, a lot of the inner child work. Yeah. Going back and sort of seeing what, what, blocks I have put there and sort of what emotions are attached to that to be able to because I mean I already realized that awareness precedes change so until you're aware of something you can't possibly change it totally 100 percent yep yeah yeah so awareness is the first step it's not the only step but it's definitely the first step sometimes it's the hardest step so Awesome. Well, you've got some good steps to take already from this call. So yeah. thank you thank, thank you, you so much and um, keep in touch. Let me know how this goes. Okay. Will do. Thank you very much. Thank you. As always, thank you so much to Leone for coming onto the show and always my deepest gratitude for all the women who come onto the show and are willing to be open and vulnerable to be coached. I know it takes a lot of courage. So thank you. Thank you. Now, I really love this question and I love this episode because this is a really good example of why I'm not a huge fan of self-help books. And I recommend books very, very sparingly. And even in my own life, I'm pretty picky about the self-help books that I read and also 
even from people that I greatly admire and respect, I don't necessarily like overdose myself in self-help because it's very easy to overdose. And then you just kind of go crazy. And like, isn't the whole point of self-help to live your life and just to live and not to always be thinking about what can I do to change myself or improve myself or, or whatever it is. And so I think a lot of times self-help books, you know, sometimes the authors have really good intentions, but sometimes they're sharing their experience as if it's supposed to solve the problem for everybody else too. And just because something worked for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. And I found in my own experience and in my clients' experiences is that if a book is portrayed in a way of like, this worked for me, it can work for you too. And then it doesn't work for you, then then you can create some stories around it. Like something's wrong with me. Well, I guess I'm just never going to be fixed. Maybe I'm just not cut out for this. And that can actually create more damage than, you know, than how you felt before. And, and obviously this isn't necessarily the author's fault or whoever was writing it's fault. Um, however, I do think that it's often an unintended consequence that can create more harm than good. And the other thing is that a lot of times, even from people that I love and have a lot of really great wisdom and, and advice and tips and all those kind of great things to share is that you can just simply be on self-help overload and you can just end up with a whole laundry list of like, oh, I got to fix that. I got to change that. And I got to do that. And I got to do this. And it just begins to feel overwhelming. And then you can just create the story of like, oh, I've got so much to heal. I've got so much to change. Like I'll never get there. And then blah, blah, blah. That can just send you into a spiral as well. And then sometimes like there's just memes that do really well on Instagram. A lot of people click it, a lot of people or like it, a lot of people share it or comment on it. And a lot of times those feel good memes are like around self-love or trusting yourself or whatever. And it, yeah, it's like these things are true and they're good advice, but when taken out of context, I think that it can create a lot of pressure and then like almost like an internal complex of like, oh shit, do I love myself? And I think this is exactly where Leone found herself. And it's not that like I'm saying, screw loving yourself, like let's not even worry about that. But what I am saying is that, is that really what's blocking you? Or is it now you've just created this whole story that you don't love yourself and and now that's what's really blocking you. And with Leone, I think it was a little bit of both. I do think she's been taking really good care of herself. And I think she's been doing a lot to get to know herself again after her divorce from her husband. And as we've seen from the exercise that I, that I gave her, you can see that, okay, fine. Maybe there is some room for her to grow. So let's talk about this and, and what to do if you feel like, well, maybe my self-love isn't exactly where it needs to be. So the first thing I would do is ask yourself, why do you want to increase it? Why do you want to have more self-love? Is it just because it's something you feel like you should do? Is it because all the gurus are saying to do it? Or can you definitively point to where it's creating problems in your life based on who you're attracting or how you're treating yourself or things like that? And if you aren't even sure what love feels like or self-love feels like, try thinking of someone you love unconditionally. So I did this exercise with Leonie and it's one of my favorite. So she turned it to her kids. If you don't have kids, no problem. Nieces, nephews, pets also work great in this um, exercise. Whoever it is or whatever it is that you deeply unconditionally love, bring them into your mind and then turn it to you. Turn that love to you. And how do you do? Where are you on the scale? And here's the thing, and this is where this is like the trick that I was going to, that I was alluding to in the intro is the important thing isn't necessarily to get to a 10. 
but to notice what story you tell yourself about where you are. So if you're at a two, for example, and you beat yourself up about it, well, spoiler alert, you're not going to be moving up to a 10 anytime soon because you're treating yourself like shit. And I'm more interested in what the relationship is like with you rather than like what the actual number is on the scale. Yes, I want you to feel deep love for yourself. Yes, I want you to love and accept yourself exactly where you are. And I think that's really important. And I do believe that we only can you know, receive the love that we believe that we deserve. I really do believe that. However, relationships and humans are complex and they're multifaceted. And it's not just about this one meter that we have to focus on. So yeah, do this exercise, see what number you're at. But then also more importantly, tune in with, well, what's the story you tell yourself? Can you really own and accept if you're at a two, if you're at a one, if you're at a zero, I don't care. And then from there, it's so much easier to then eventually move that dial up than uh, it is if you're just sitting there judging yourself or bashing yourself or just saying, oh, I'm so broken. I'm not going to ever get to there. I'm destined to be alone forever. Well, I don't know if you're destined to be alone forever, but you're definitely not going to be moving up on the self-love scale if that's the story you tell yourself. And that's what I'm way, way more interested in. So, and this also just makes this work fun and exciting because this work isn't linear, right? It's not like, okay, step one, step two, or phase one, phase two. It's a process. And some days you're going to be feeling like you're at an eight and some days you're going to be at a two or a three and some days a five. And yeah, ideally you want the overall trajectory to be going up. That doesn't mean that every day is just going to be a fantastic day where you're just really feeling it and you're feeling that alignment or the love. And can you be with that? Can you be okay with that? Can you still be with yourself and give yourself the compassion and the space that you deserve in order to feel how you're feeling. That's way more helpful and powerful when it comes to, you know, and then in turn having that kind of relationship that you want to attract into your life. So if you are coachable and you are open and ready for growth and transformation, I hope you'll consider working with me and my one-on-one coaching program. I can't promise you exactly what will happen by the time we're done together because I don't have a crystal ball, but I do know that your life will look dramatically different in all of the ways because ultimately the work that I do, the embodiment work, the inner child work that I do with clients is really about changing your relationship with yourself so that you're able to change your relationship to the things that happen to you. And this helps you get out of patterns. This helps you stop people pleasing. This helps you stop being enmeshed. This helps you um, stand up for yourselves, have boundaries, have better communication, all of those things. And when that happens, yes, your love life will dramatically shift, will dramatically transform. It'll give you the confidence to make better decisions or make more confident decisions or leave certain relationships or catch red flags or catch patterns before they really get going so that you can, again, have a different experience. Um, But it'll also transform, you know, parts outside of your life outside of your relationships, because again, your relationship with yourself will impact everything, right? And so you might, you know, find that you have better boundaries at work or better communication at work or more confidence to ask for a raise or uh, get a promotion or apply for a job you never thought you would get or whatever it is. I mean, truly like the options are limitless. I had a client once who um, out of nowhere, this was like nowhere in her radar when we started working together, but she discovered that she was doing this thing for free for people. 
And she was like, damn, I need to charge people. And now she has a business. It's a, it's a side business that really, you know, helps support her in her life. Sometimes people are like, wow, I really don't want to live here anymore. Or I don't want to be in this relationship. Or I'm finally over this person that I couldn't get over or whatever it is. So when you're open, and yes, I think it's important to have goals and at least an idea of where you want to get to, but that has to be met with a healthy balance of being open to the unexpected, open to growth, open to transformation, open to the fact that there's things that you don't know. That's truly, truly when the magic can happen. So If you are interested in working together, working with me, then your next step would be to go to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And there you will see a form, you fill out that form, and then that form will forward you once you submit it, it will forward you to my calendar, where you can book your introductory uh, call with me. That call is not a coaching call. It is also not a must sign up with me call either. It is simply a call where we get to know each other so you can make you know the best decision for you as to whether or not working together is the next right step. It's you know no high pressure. It's literally just getting to know each other. My goal for you is to get off the fence one way or another and know, yes, I want to work with Veronica or no, I definitely don't want to work with Veronica or I want to do this thing instead or whatever it is. So clarity is certainly is really the primary goal. So again, veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching to book that call. Um, if you have any questions about that, of course, you can DM me Veronica E. Grant over on Instagram. You can also reply to any of my newsletters. The email is support at veronicagrant.com and um, we will be happy to help you there. Um, but just know that also on that call, you can ask me any and all questions you have about working together and what it would look like and what kind of results you can expect and all that kind of stuff. All right, my dear, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, if you are interested in working together, veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching is the link for you. And next week starts off a special three week series on building self trust, which I'm super excited about. So I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.